Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
It's episode 19, season 8 of the Fighting Cop Podcast. Today I'm joined by Tom Foynes, previously Tottenham Way, um, uh, Ricky, Word. and we've got Barty. Hello, Flo. How is everyone doing? How did you get through the international uh, break all right? It's great. International break is really good now. What are you talking about? League of League of Nations. Or you League like that, Leon? It's, it's great. What, how are Italy doing? I heard they were shit. We're doing all right. We beat Poland, so we're oh. probably not going to get relegated. We could win our group if we beat Portugal by two goals. Do you actually care? I do actually care. Because really? if you win your league, if you win your group, you automatically qualify for the Euros, and I can't go into another tournament without Italy there and having to watch fucking it's coming home all the time it is coming home though <laughs> fuck it's not it's coming home I, I, I hope that doesn't that's fun it was fucking annoying by the end wasn't it uh, Tom Haybin mate bye mate yeah you went to Jack's wedding yes we didn't go no. didn't get an invite you were there in spirit no I, I wasn't no. I didn't even know it was on until oh. afterwards well then you were there as I wasn't there you were there in some respects I wasn't invited as a memory, you know. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you say? Disgusting. What? Disgusting behaviour. What, what do you mean? Not being invited. <laughs> should have been the first name on the team. Show. Ricky TFC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's fled to Argentina for his honeymoon as well, so he doesn't have to face the consequences. No, nah, fair enough. A uh, quick thank you to everybody who responded to the last podcast. We did a part uh, where we talked about, um, it's about a fine cock, really. It was a bit, little bit self indulgent, can't lie, but um, it was good fun to do. And the reaction was really nice and positive. So if some if, if, if people want us to do it again, we could probably do a sort of separate pod about that so that anyone who just wants to listen to the Spurs stuff can and won't get caught up in that bollocks. Um, and obviously got a big, big shout out to Alex, uh, who's... Um, I won't spoil it in case no one else has listened to it, but go to listen to the last podcast, number 18, where he talks about two instances involving masturbation and his missus either does or doesn't know about these incidents. And... I don't want to spoil it it's fantastic um, <laughs> let's get straight into it West Ham uh, we've got a big big game how do you feel about West Ham how does everyone feel about West Ham hate them do you yeah 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 because like, I'm kind of indifferent no, a lot of people say oh there's no rivalry it's their rivalry and stuff I still love fucking beating them like, that, like when I look at the football fixtures Arsenal, Chelsea, West Ham always look out for them always want to be at those games always want to beat them Mm. I hate them they're fourth for me so Arsenal and Chelsea kind of swap depending on who we're playing yeah Liverpool and then it's West Ham yeah you, you're Liverpool as well I'm, yeah, I'm, I really I'm, can't stand you can't stand them either can you I play? hate Liverpool what is it well, I, I forget Liverpool for a well, I think we did it last time they're just yeah. yeah they're just built on awfulness yeah West Ham though I find a bit of common ground with them because mm. they kind of feel like a beaten down brother as well which is what we felt like in London for a few years Yeah, obviously don't like them and it's funny to beat them especially in the ways that we've beaten them in the last 15 odd years Yeah, but yeah I kind of always didn't have the same level of hatred like, it didn't feel like a natural hated, hatred like with Chelsea and Arsenal I uh, I, uh, they always make a game of it, don't they, West Ham? They always kind of seem to up their up the game against us and have a decent. I mean, we we should on paper be able to beat them. Yeah, handsomely they they lost mm. they lost to Brighton in the last game. But boy. they were a little bit unfortunate against Brighton. The, the thing about West Ham is they remind me a lot of us back in the day, where they they try and do good things, they try and buy the right players, they try and hire the right managers. But it, it's always funny when it goes tits up. Because their fans have like this um, sense that they deserve to be near the top of the league when they're not. They're shit. The only thing they've ever done is they contribute a few players who won a World Cup. That's it. Yeah, they, they do see themselves as uh, our equals as well, don't they? Which is a bit odd. And yeah, that, that's yeah. the thing that boils my piss. And they, they think we're above our station. Yeah. But where is this coming from? 
Like we've got loads of facts where we've just finished above them year after year after year after yeah. year. What? Why do they think that we're on, there's some parity between us? That's not me even being smug at the moment. I'm, it's just facts. It's just facts. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't. I can't get my head around it. I think for me, I, I just don't feel anything about them. I know they hate us, but that's that's kind of it. I don't. I don't feel like beating West Ham feels any better than beating Fulham. Oh mate, I understand it. I'm just saying for me, I don't feel anything else. They've landed some horrible blows on us, though. Like the the Lasagna Gate game, yeah. Um, the second title season, and again similar to the Chelsea game, we weren't ever really in that title race. But the game that finishes it off just happens to be away at one of your biggest rivals, mm. and they they beat us one nil, didn't they? Yeah, they in did. Yeah. Start of May, so they they have quite big scouts on us I think but overall on the grand scheme of things they are a kind of a dot in our rearview mirror and they, they hate really. that don't they, they I worked it out and this was a bit sad but a couple of years ago I worked out that we'd scored more goals in the last 10 minutes of games against West Ham than they had Premier League points against us and I think that's still <laughs> true the Sun last season scored yeah. in the last 10 minutes and the, I think that season that I worked that out Kane scored his last two He's two goals in the last We've minute, had some mental last-minute yeah. goals against them, yeah, haven't we? What, yeah. what is your favourite moment against West Ham? I've got so many. I've got the Bale Screamer. Yeah, Bale Screamer. Yeah. For me, like, it always sticks in my head, like, the Bale Screamer, because uh, the commentary. Mm. It's like, it, I think it was, uh, was it Carol with his fire assist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it goes to, like, Carol, Bale. <laughs> and then he runs over to AVB and, and there's that kind of uh, relief that we've got that goal they really hug and him embrace, and they? his fucking limbs mm. uh, I, I love that also loved uh, Dyer's goal on his on his debut oh yeah right at the end Shit, like, that was when, another one wasn't it when I, I just remember like, I was thinking like when Harry Kane put the ball for it I was like who's running on the end oh my god it's done oh my god oh, and then he just slid it in and I was yeah. like fucking get in there <laughs> yeah, from right back yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think it's got to be Stout Terry, though, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah, that was fucking quality, man. That was insane because they scored quite late. I think Zamora scored on like 82 or 83. Yeah, he yeah. made it 3 2. Yeah. And then Berbatov's free kick is 3 all. And yeah. then. And I remember the commentary talking about commentary, and the commentary went, oh, no. No, <laughs> no. It's a game of football. What do you give a shit? Should I commentate on the game, you prick. I quite like the last game of West, uh, at White Hart Lane because I was sat with T and Spooky, and we were right next to the West Ham fans. And we we were out of that game and we weren't doing well. And um, Winks kind of came into it and we gave away a penalty. And Winks scored, didn't he? Winks scored, Mm -hmm. yeah. It was Winks' first Premier League start, I'm pretty sure. And Janssen gave away a penalty and it's just like, oh, we weren't going to win it. And then we turned it round. They were singing It's Happened Again. Yeah, they were. The weirdest, (laughs) stupidest song. It's because they were on the bounce, they're beating us like four games on the bounce. Mm. There's a couple of seasons before, I think, or it might have been a season before when Ravel Morrison tore us up. Mm. Uh, We lost in the League Cup. We lost three times in the season. And they got tattoos to say the trebles. Yeah. See, this is is why I hate it. Yeah. This is why. But I that, hate that, that you look at that, you think it's embarrassing, though. You don't think oh, that they. Got, yeah, but then they, they like got... fucking goad me by doing shit like that, and then that's why I'm like, I'm not having it. The only West Ham fan I know is like Nicky from West Ham Fan TV, and he doesn't really give it. So I don't, I don't know any. They've got actually a couple of West Ham fans upstairs actually, and they're all kind of quite sheepish. So you've got to be if you support West Ham. I don't know. But this year West Ham are interesting because they've they've hired some. They hired a decent-ish manager. Pellegrini's all right. I don't mind him. Yeah. And they've signed Felipe Anderson, who I think's a lovely player. He would never work at Spurs because he flits. He's 
on and off all the time. But yeah. him and Yarmolenko, uh, come on, man. They're like, you know, classy players. They are a level above what they had previously. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, they're still chocolate in defence and their midfield is shit. But those, their forwards are dangerous and they're quite nice to watch. Yeah, uh, you, they've also got Arnautovic as well. He's been pretty much the last calendar year has been excellent for West uh, he's class as well. I like the way he strokes the ball. His, his technique is, is incredible. I take him at Spurs as a alternative, uh, as someone who can play with Kane. Can yeah. play instead of Kane or play with Kane. Yeah, I yeah, quite so like that. Yeah, he costs a fortune now. Though. Um, he already got, cost him a fortune, yeah. didn't he? he yeah, didn't they turn down a £16 million bid from Inter? Is that right, this summer? He used to play for him. Yeah, he played for They won't try to get him back. Mm. Um, uh, it looks like he's fit to play, actually, because he's had this nurse, nursing this knee injury. He's kind of like this chronic knee injury that they're having to... Yeah, he, does, he doesn't look well. You yeah. know, he doesn't move like a footballer. <laughs> he moves a bit like the Steve Claridge kind of... That he's, as he walks, he's got a kind of weird kind of Garincha funny legs, like peg leg kind of Yeah. Thing. How do you feel about the game? Are you confident going into it then? Uh, I don't know. We've been a bit weird this season, but I, yeah, I'm confident. Oriez returning from injury. Good to new, good news, isn't it? We've got Dembele and uh, Ericsson full training as well. Looks like both of those guys will play. I don't know. I mean, uh, coming back from injury, I don't know how long they've been training for now. And I don't know if they'll start, but... Um, it is a massive boost having those two back. Mm. Huge. Deli Ali's returning to training next next week. Which big news as well. Yeah, fucking hell, man. It's good news. Did you go? You went to the MK Guns game, didn't you? I did. Yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah. How did you find it? It was weird. It was weird. I mean, there, there was uh, there was there was different, obviously different pockets of fans. There were fans that support Tottenham and live in and around Milton Keynes that wanted to go to the game. There were the usual lot that would follow Tottenham to fucking a volcano in Hawaii. Um, and then uh, there were just pe- like day trippers that because the Premier League, Premier League teams were playing there. They wanted to uh, come to the game. But um, th- there was a bit of atmosphere and it was, you know, League Cup um, and going straight into penalties. So it, it had everything of Tottenham going, you know, 1-0 down and then going after, did we go 2-1 up and then yeah. it went 2-2 two, two. got a little bit limsy when Lamella scored as well yeah didn't yeah it? it did yeah 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 it was quality yeah um, did you see Dyer's tackle on obviously everyone saw it on yes. uh, Pochettino said he's very proud of that tackle very proud of it what what did you think of it when you saw it was you happy that it's just easy because it was on Ramos did you not think part of it was that Dyer uh, it, was, it was unnecessary or was it necessary yeah everyone's saying it's unnecessary I don't think a tackle like that is never unnecessary <laughs> it's just that's, that's wrong um I mean, he got booked for it. I mean, it's a good tackle. It was a lot of fun. I think the whole Nations League, I agree about it. I think it's, it's good. And yeah. I think it's good fun. But that's the sort of tackle that probably wouldn't have happened if it was just a friendly. But I don't really care if it's on Ramos. Ramos properly did over Liverpool. Mm. And he's still annoys him. So they must, <laughs> hero in they must have been really yeah. torn. I, 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 was getting, I was getting, tweets. I was getting yeah. tweets from Liverpool fans. Again. It's one Because obviously on, on Ball Street, a lot of Liverpool fans follow me. And they, um, they were saying, oh, this, this is something we can agree on. And I was like, nah. no. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't agreeing on that. But the thing I'll say about that tackle, though, I mean, it was great, but it's kind of forgotten that he was booked for it. And that was only about 15 minutes in. And he mm. played 75 minutes against Spain's, you know, f- probably first choice midfield, having been booked. And he kept, you know what Dyer's like, he mm. can be a bit of a meathead. Yeah. He kept a really good line. Like, I thought it, it was good. He, it was, was, he was very good against England. Um, one, one thing I will say about that tackle is I thought it was great because it let Ramos and the rest of them know that we're here. It let them know that, that, that you ain't getting any time. 
Old school football. You're getting in the Let them know you're there. And the things like that, Spain would love to be able to play the ball around all night. And and they did in the second half for sure. But I think in that instance, it's like they're like, fuck, we're not going to get a minute here. And Dyer was well out of position. I don't know what the fuck he was doing there, really. Just goes smash, and that was it. It was beautiful. I think if, if you're looking at it in terms of did he need to make that tackle, and it's like it's in their uh, first third of the pitch, mm. no, he didn't need to make it. But I thought it was a great tackle, got the ball, and went through the player. But if you, I don't know if anyone, I think it was in the Telegraph, there's an interview with Dyer, yeah. and he was saying the way he was talking is saying that. Um, we have to show them that we're not intimidated we're not there to make up the numbers we've got to start with aggression uh, but we've also got to be respectful and they're great players and blah blah and it just felt what he was saying is what Pochettino would have been saying yeah. that's the thing I loved about that they're being coached and it's now in, kind of in their uh, philosophy their DNA their, their way of thinking of how to play football and it's kind of like it's like everyone's singing from the same hymn sheet so that, that's a, that's one thing that I, that I loved about it do you have any concerns about Dyer Bardi uh, you know do you think that the, he will pick up his form or is this where he's at at the moment you know was that performance for England I don't know if you watched the game but he had a very good game he read the, he read the, the play very well he stopped Spain in their tracks many times and turned over playing great counter-attack opportunities it's kind of what we were used to seeing for a long time but we, we haven't seen in the Spurs yet yeah he's been shit for a while and Good. he's been he's been a cons- I've, I've been concerned about Dyer for a long time mm. I said on the extra inch that I think he's one of the players that we would need to move on and improve if we want to win the league yeah yeah I, it's just the way it is so you don't agree that he's on Busquets level <laughs> of course yeah. not <laughs> what do you mean of course not Busquets is one of the greatest. Man. Do you know about this Ferrari after Adam Brazil said? I I uh, saw Adam it. Brazil, sorry, yeah. Uh, uh, Allardyce. Sam, Sam Allardyce. I haven't listened to it, but I've seen it pop up on Twitter. But every time I go to listen to it, I've been in a public place. So, so I, I I was listening to that show live as I was driving into London, and they it, he was saying he he didn't actually say that he's on Busquets' level. He said on that evening when they're playing, he died didn't have a better or worse game than Busquets. Yeah, that's what he said, and everyone went crazy about it. Of course, they're going to say that. It's, that's what sells the story. But like with Dyer, as we've all seen, he's bit, he's been a bit of a, a poor run of form. I don't know whether that it contributes to having injuries and then him having to uh, deputise and, and play centre back a bit and then drift back into that anchor position. Um, and also with kind of uh, with, with the kind of fluid formation that we play and where, where players swap in and out. Sometimes you can get if you're that focused on this is where I'm playing and this is what I need to do, and then something happens within the game and you have to drop further deeper and cover centre back, and then you have to go back out again, and then you, you know mm. sometimes you can you can lose your place and you're just not up to speed with the game, or, or you you're you're thinking more defensively, so you're dropping back deeper and you're not actually where you where you're supposed to be. So I think that that plays a, a small part, but. I think with the England game um, and a couple of other performances, hopefully he's starting to pick up a bit more of a rhythm um, and he'll progress from there. But I don't think um, he's consigned to the scrap heap. Um, and I don't think it's one of those um, we have to get rid of Dyer to be able to win the championship. I was, I was just thinking, if you could go back to in two years' time, uh, two years ago, when £50 million was offered for Dyer, would you sell him? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think every every squad needs a dyer. You know, I think you'd be hard pushed Get to a find a better dyer. Yeah, but who's, billion, who's a better mil. one that's going to do Busquets. the same thing? Like, there's no, yeah, <laughs> there's no 
foot that there's no player that's played probably more minutes under Pochettino yeah. than Dyer. Certainly Plus outfield. He? he does. And I do yeah. think if you trust Poch, you need to kind of trust Dyer in a way. I do think Poch is that trustworthy. Better coaches out there. I do think Dyer's been very fortunate in the amount of minutes he's played that when we signed Wanyama to replace him, we went to a back three and we didn't have a third centre back. So he played all that season as a third centre back. Then when we went back to a back four, then it was we were going to play um, uh, Wanyama and Dembele. Wanyama got injured, so we ended up playing Dyer for a whole season. So he's kind of been very fortunate. Did you start Wanyama over Dyer? A proper Wanyama, yeah, not this Wanyama, no. But then that's I think that feeds into it. Like you, you can't. Dyer's been fit. Yeah, and consistently, he enough. never gets injured. He doesn't ever get injured, and that's pretty freakish, especially yeah. with our squads like dropping like flies. So I think there's something in that as well. Yeah. If you're a bit, if you're bionic in the sense that you can you can do it, you know, he's always playing in the league cup. He always played because he's the only one who could play three or four positions. He was always stuck in as the mm. like. Oh, you wouldn't mind like when you're playing five aside. You wouldn't mind coming down. It's a Thursday, I know. Yeah. I know you're probably really tired, but yeah. you wouldn't mind filling in, would you? Yeah. That's he's, what he did. He's done it there. for the whole time. Yeah, Pochettino's yeah. been there. Mm. Um, he's. I mean, he's, he's, he's in every England team. And he's yeah. in every mm. Spurs team. Yeah. It's like I don't know. Maybe, maybe he does things that we don't see. Well, it's like as Tom says, if if you bring Dyer in your England squad out of 23, you've got a midfielder and a centre back. Mm. It's like you always want one of those and players. Like wide, wide right. Yeah, it used to be exactly. Milner. Yeah. Milner was a similar one, but Milner's yeah. Just an engine. So the world has, has suddenly, uh, the whole of the football community, have, it kind of seems to come to a realization that we've known about Kane for a long time is that he's actually a really good footballer. You know, the Spanish media actually called him the complete forward. Nice. That's what they're saying, and and they also said, "Are you going to? Would you mind coming over and playing for Real Madrid? Would you like that? Would you like to play for Real Madrid? It's really, it's really fucking. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Spanish yeah. media. Would you, would you, would you like that? Yeah, he's like talking to a toddler. Do you, you want to go and play in the park? Do you want to go and play for Real Madrid? Do you? Yeah, I bet you would. I bet you'd like that, wouldn't you? And he was like, no, no, sorry, sorry. Not, what was his exact quote was... Did he say it in Spanish? He said, sorry, no. just said, sorry, sorry, not now, sorry. What do you take from that? Is he saying, not now, I'll play for you later? <laughs> or is he saying, sorry, I'm not answering these questions now? Yeah, I'm knackered. He's hungry. He had to go and eat something. We're coming on to the sad <laughs> pod in a minute. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of... It, it's, it's ironic that... Um, we, uh, we, we it takes a performance for England to, for, for for Kane to be considered to be the forward that we know he is. Are you bothered by his changing system and the way he's playing that he's become more of a provider for England and and he's not more of a provider than goal scorer, but that's become more important to his game and dropping deep and becoming part of the play. Is it a, is it a waste to have Kane at number nine all the time? I, I think so. I like him as a striker, but he's always. Yeah. It is a waste, or you think? No, it's a waste for him not to play as the focal point because I've only seen the highlights of the England game. It was the um, was it the Rashford goal where he dropped off at deep. So he, he can't do it. A, a complete forward. The whole point of a complete forward is they can they can drop he, he deep and create chances. Almost others. playing as a false nine, he kept dropping, and, and Rashford and Sterling would overlap. Yeah, that's because then he creates space behind because mm. he drags defenders out of place. So I so said the two probably the two most complete performances Spurs have had in. The last two years ish. Yeah. Chelsea at home 2 0. He didn't score, mm. but he was brilliant. And Real Madrid 3 1 at home. It didn't score, but he was brilliant. And he laid mm. it on for Ericsson. I don't, I th- I don't mind him dropping deep depending on the form and fitness of the players around him. I think if he's got Mora around him, who's yeah. been fine, but I don't think he's as consistent as a firing Son and Ali. Yeah. When those two are on it, 
it is unstoppable and it can't, we can afford to let Kane drift a bit do you think then against the better sides it's more important for Kane to, to drop off yeah but against say Bournemouth at home fuck it yeah, yeah stay up and get your goals yeah yeah. I think as well like um, like Bardi was saying like with, with Kane like uh, regardless of what anyone thinks of him, you, you've got to respect him as how many goals he's scored and how dangerous he is once he gets that chance so if you are a striker and uh, like so, sorry if you're, if you're a defender and you have to say you've got to be on Kane wherever he is. You, you know you have to you have to man mark him and close down the spaces. And if he if he does drop back, the defenders will go straight with him. And they they have to. They can't let him have any room. And that's where the space will appear. So him drifting in and out is great because it will bring in Ericsson, Lamella, or or whoever that that is attacking that space. Um, and as well, I think. The way that the, the nature of Kane and how he's become this, we'll call it a, like global superstar. It it wasn't the fact that um, he had this god given talent where he just walked onto the football pitch and it just came to him. He stayed, you know, first he one training, it. last one. He earned it. He works so hard, and on the pitch he does exactly the same. He he'll work and he'll do whatever it takes for the team to win. If it's sacrifice himself by dropping deep and creating space, then that's what he'll do. Or if it's staying up the top and letting everyone work around him and being the legs for him then that's what he'll do so he'll adapt to whatever situation as long as the team win um, he's, he's, and he's not um, sorry he's not uh, a selfish striker where it's like mate I'm, I'm fucking top dog here I'll stroll around up top here use yeah. not do whatever and lay it on a plate to me and I'll tap it in did you see his fat body no, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did see him. Um, what, what, what is your oh, so? I think it's bad lighting. Body fascist. I think it's bad lighting. There's no, there's no fat shaming. You're a big fan of that. Fat, fat, <laughs> fat shaming at all? You, of course you do. He's a every opportunity. He's a you, you want what, t- say what you wanted to tweet. <laughs> that Kane ate Janssen. Yeah, that's why he's gone <laughs> missing. <laughs> Kane ate him. I, I mean, if you look at the, so there is a, there is an issue here. Like, like jokes aside, you look at him in. The, so I, I've been looking at the pictures quite a lot over the last month of, of Kane in the bath after after the England game and he looked ripped like ripped he, he, he looked fucking ripped yeah um, and I don't know if it was bad lighting or photoshop but he did look podgy in that picture he didn't look podgy he just looked a bit too solid he, he, did, he didn't look like he had any definition yeah it looked like he'd yeah it looked like he'd just been on a beer for about three months yeah. It looked and, like someone had photoshopped Ricky Lambert's body. Yes. Onto like what Harry Kane did on Ricky Lambert's body. Yeah. What did you did you look at it and just dismiss it, or do you think it could coincide with his lack of goals? Or? I've not seen it. I have to admit. Get it up. Sorry. Get it up. So it'd be great. You get first reaction. You know, like on, yeah, on yeah. YouTube at the moment, yeah. like, reacting to things. Rea- thing. <laughs> reaction vids. Reaction to, to Kane's bod. It just looks like he's maybe just edged off the kind of fitness work that he's not doing. He's not it eating enough chicken. Get away lifting with enough. I don't know. That's that's the weird thing. I guess so. He and, is Harry Kane. Shit, yeah, and, and you, you guys are talking about the politics behind Kane wanting to be top dog. I think it's very much Kane is the boss. What and over? over he, does, he eats what he wants. Kinda. Yeah. Um, look, keep talking about Kane. I'm trying to find him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how he's recently become a dad, isn't he? Yeah. As well. So how long? When was she born? Not long ago. She's maybe a couple months old. You're blaming the kid. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even the face that we're just showing Tom the picture now. What's your immediate reaction to the body? It is dad bod. Yeah, yeah. isn't it? You can even a little pod around little, the side. It's Oops. the it's the l- slight love handles as well. There's plenty there for his wife to grab hold of. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's not it's not good. You can see you can always tell around the belly button. That's a, that's a crater. You, you mm. he he gets um cotton stuck in that belly button for sure. I, I mean, I my body's not far off that. I mean, it's a little bit worse than that. But it yeah, like, but you're flab from the fighting cock. This is Harry Kane. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, 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 all I do is drink and eat shit. He should be looking better than How that. is it? I'm saying he's running around all day doing weights. How is he not looking better? That's the problem. Who knows what he's eating at home? What, so. what do you reckon? Uncle Ben's. Uh, loads of fucking <laughs> Uncle Ben's. Like, the what, microwave rice. Bro, my, <laughs> I, I, Uncle Ben's rice. I thought you meant Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> no. What the fuck do you talk rice for? Uncle, because white he's rice. eating a load of shit cups. White rice. <laughs> White rice. Well, nothing, no flavourings, nothing. <laughs> just, just sitting around with just... His wife's busy, she's got two kids. Two minutes in the microwave. Exactly. I remember when my missus uh, was pregnant, I kind of like uh, sympathy ate with her. So when she had her cravings, she, her cravings were uh, <laughs> uh, those uh, mini chicken Kievs, you know, like the bull chicken Kievs. So I'd get home from work and be like, what's for... Oh, right, tray of 20. <laughs> really? Kievs, yeah, all done, like every, like, every night... And uh, I'd be like, fucking hell, man. Like, I can't What did you eat? Oh, I, a couple I, of the yeah, kids. Yeah, I went straight in on those. Yeah. Uh, and, and that happened for, for a while. For nine months. Uh, yeah, it did, yeah. <laughs> no, they had the three nine months. And, <laughs> and after as well. How many chicken kids have you Mate, I, I don't fucking want to know. About 840? <laughs> mate, yeah, probably more. <laughs> really? Uh, so, so I, I was getting She ate 20 into, chicken kids a night? Yeah, it, it, was, it was... Well, no, because I fucking tucked into some. So it was like um. maybe 10 each. Uh, and uh, so, so I went on this diet like with her, and I, and I turned into like a, you know chicken cube, yeah, jowly, yeah. And uh, so I can understand where Kane's coming from with that one, but I do think that uh, I think that pick is slightly photoshopped or yeah. something like that because there is no way his his body is like that. No I, way. I expected... I've seen it so many times, and it's not like the fact that I've looked at it and I was like, I oh, was ripped like Cristiano Ronaldo, but there is. Most there is definition. There's a picture of him in the sea. I don't know. We're focusing more on this than any other part. Yeah, of the but this is good. This the is picture good. of the there's a picture of him in the sea after they all went in the sea and they celebrate beating Spain. Let's have a little dip in the sea. Yeah, you saw him from the behind and you could see the definition in his back. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and yeah. like the muscle in his back and arms. So I don't believe that picture. I think it's bollocks, and I think some sort of sad Liverpool fan has made that. Maybe no, because it goes straight to your stomach. His back is fine because he, he can make. What goes straight to your stomach? The uh, Uncle Ben. Yeah, you can. You go on holiday and you can see a man walk past you. You look behind and he looks quite toned from the back. And then as he turns to the side, the belly comes out. All right. So that's where it, where it's hitting first. But I expect but, if he scores against West Ham. He will take his top off and flex his muscles just to show that he's not fat. Kane for Kievs. Kane loves Kievs. The Fightcock sponsored by Fans Bet. Um, they've got this uh, decent little bet actually. Ten to one if you if you bet before the weekend. Spurs to win, Arsenal and Chelsea to lose or fail to win, win or draw. Uh, Ten to one. Sign up to their Fans Bet uh, website. Go to the website and when you do, select the Fighting Cock in the drop down so they can track how well we're doing with our reads. Nice. Um, also remember that all the money raised from this from your account and if, if you lose anything is um, going back to some sort of very good cause at Spurs uh, from Spurs Spurs community and Spurs fans um, there's this weird thing it's not really related to Tottenham but it's related to all all, all football fans um, you know there's this 3pm uh, blackout so you can't screen games at 3pm 11 Sports put out a tweet bemoaning that not being able to show European games on a Saturday at 3pm in the UK due to ancient laws. As a result, um, everybody's going to be streaming 
the West Ham game on on the weekend, and their argument was that all of these websites that enable you to stream are run by criminals, and which is probably quite a, and, and a little bit of a broad stroke. Sports is kind of run by a <laughs> mini criminal as well. Is it? Who is it run by? The, the Italian guy in charge of Leeds, whose name's gone from my mind. Right, um, is so it? Yeah, no, someone uh, else. Um, so just before before we we go into this a little bit, I'm going to give you a bit of bra- background. Um, so this 3pm blackout started in the 1960s and it's convinced by Burnley chairman Bob Lord, football league chairman, uh, joined forces to halt the airing of matches at 3pm on Saturday. Lord felt that big games being televised at the time would hurt attendances for smaller clubs like Burnley. Reasoning that uh, people would rather watch a big game than support their local team, these chairmen feared the potential loss of match day revenue that, that could occur. It's hard to know whether it increased attendance if it, if it has increased attendances, as the only way to know for sure would be lift it and measure the results. However, we can turn our attentions abroad to countries where no such ban exists and see what the effect, if, if any, has been on smaller teams and their league and their attendance figures. In 2011, the European Court of Justice looked at the matter and declared that there was no concrete evidence to suggest the lack of a blackout would negatively impact a match, match attendance as both activities contained such wildly different properties and qualities. What, what, the tradition in England is that we don't have a 3pm game screened. Would it bother you at all if that tradition changed? Do you think smaller clubs would be affected? And do you care? Buddy, I know you don't care about them. You don't care. You just like to be able to watch the game if you weren't going. Um, but the thing is, they're not talking about screaming, screaming, screening um, English football. So what does it matter? No, they are all European games. Okay. Yeah, yeah, all European games. And and there's a wider point about the blackout at three, three p.m. If Spurs were on telly, do you think it'd be less? You're less inclined to go to watch them. Uh, I know. For, I know for a fact that's yeah. That that's, that's you would great. be. Yeah, and I'll tell you because it's my my experience at the moment. So I've been going to Tottenham. I've had my season ticket for like thirteen years. Rain or shine, I, I was I always went to Water Lane, and at this time, at playing at Wembley, my train journey is uh, horrendous because of the changes that I have to do and waiting around for trains and connections and shit like that, mm. um, and and then having a beer and then going into Wembley is like the thirty minute delay. And having to get to the ground a lot earlier. To be able to get my seat at the top. Anyway, it's a whole it, the whole fan experience of why I go to Tottenham is completely sullied because of it. Because of Wembley. And at the moment, I have a choice whether I can go through that or I can just watch it on a HD screen or on my laptop. Mm. And at the moment, this season especially, I'm like, I, I, I can't be dealing with it anymore. I just can't. And, and then I, I, I could see, you know, I, I could see other fans of. Fall it falling like into that fold. Like even if we get into the new new ground, and be like, well, do you know what? It's only uh, Stoke. I, I'll just watch it home or whatever. But from from my point of view, with that, I mean, I I go to Spurs to meet up with my mates, uh, meet up with my dad. Mm-hmm. I, I love the whole uh, you know the crowd atmosphere and the, the lead up to the game and after the game and it and everything that encompasses going to watch it and follow your club. Um, but there will be people that will be like, well, I, I, I can watch it at home, so yeah. I'm not going to bother going. So my, where are you at? Or do you not care? Not really. No. Not really. I don't have a strong opinion either way. I can. I understand the. I understand the rule in the first place. But the thing I don't understand is if you're going to do it for a season and attendances are down. Yeah. Put it back in. Yeah. I really don't understand why it has to be this. Well, that's a line in the sand. We've gone past that. 
we've made a decision and there's no no going back the, lands, the landscape's changed hasn't it it's about it has, moving with but the thing is like there was a Saturday when we played City last season and we were a 7.45 kickoff. we were the last game of the day there was a 5.30 kickoff and there was a 12.30 kickoff, and then you had all the 3pms so there were three games out of a, a Premier League Saturday not even a weekend but mm. a Saturday so there's probably three the next day as well that were televised and you just think are you really going after the right thing here? Yeah. Like, there's, we've already fucked it. Yeah, so yeah. just knock it, if you either knock and it on the head and go back to it or just knock everything on the end and say, right, we'll televise all but, day. And what it doesn't take into account is that everybody's doing it anyway. We're already watching it. Mm. Like, the thing with 11 Sports is like, fuck these guys. They're only <laughs> pissed off because they're not making money out of them. Fuck you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not giving you my money. But the, the, the world has moved on. With the internet, the world has moved on, and in, this is, it is a draconian rule. And I understand that there's people out there that I've worked with in the past, and we've talked about this before, and they're kind of proponents for the traditions of the game. But the world moves on, and you can't, you're stuck in the past if you're going to die on this hill about the 3, 3 p.m. kickoff. It's, it kind of feels like you're out. Is of it touch. not all down to like money and like Sky Sports BT, and then them being able to place whatever games uh, and it's a, it's then a, monopolizing it? But then if you set it to like being people being able to stream there'll be a lot more kind of uh, uh, mobility within the like, smaller people that are broadcasting it and getting those streams and the, the, you know the, 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 the big lads will, will, move, will lose out on money because you'll be at no I mean if the Premier League could, if Amazon, the Premier League could yeah but not 3pm no but in general the idea is that mm. you pay a subscription of a more reasonable amount to sort of and pay as you go that mm. sort of thing it's already changing like the archaic system is Sky and BT well, TV, in a way. Yeah, TV is becoming mm. archaic it won't yeah. even become necessary anymore I mean it's total bollocks from the FA to be honest with you because they've already sold football the 3pm kickoffs in general are the shit games I mean it's quite weird that Spurs against West Ham is at 3pm because mm. normally it's the shit games which because the good games get moved either to the early one on the Saturday or the late one or get moved to Sunday for TV so by now pretending that all of a sudden traditions matter it's, it's <laughs> fucking bollocks I don't think the FA are, are fighting this either I, then I, who's I, fighting it? I, I, it's just a rule that exists and has done since the 60s the FA would have to change it and what difference it makes they would the love FA? it man they'd get loads of money the yeah. FA if they'd done their own well I don't team. know it's Premier League that yeah. makes the money no, well no, Premier League whoever yeah. Yeah. I'm sure the Premier League would love it if they lifted this, this of course sport. football is it's more than just the game in England now it's a, it's a global sport it's only a matter of time alright we're going to break here and you're not going to hear any Think, but you might hear an advert. Why? Um, why? Because we love money. I know, but no windy. Uh, no, it's Thursday. He doesn't do it. He's like, fuck you, lot. Does it I, doesn't not, work on I'm Thursdays. I'm not doing the Thursdays. He said. There are no under eights games on a Tuesday or Wednesday that you can No, uh, and obviously it saves everyone the time to have to press the skip button. <laughs> <laughs> or listening to windy at times fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> Second half of the Fighting Cop podcast. Um, Got some uh, news night calls coming up. Uh, we've got a, a short <laughs> body brain busters, haven't we? Yeah, we got a mini one. Oh, we? we got a mini, mini one. one. Oh, well, we were going to do a big one and then uh, basically fucked up all of the. We were supposed to have the Spurs brain. You know, Spurs brain? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's supposed to be coming on. And we were going to test his brain. Yeah, so say, how, much, how big is your fucking Spurs brain? Uh, I went big dog last time, though, and I got. Uh, Put into the ground. Did by you tea? Uh, oh, you was, <laughs> yeah, the first part of fighting cop podcast. It and and Yeah, it was. It was brutal. I really gave it the big end as well, and it was a war. Frodo Grodas was the one. Yeah, Frodo Grodas. Good out memory. Of nowhere, T pulled out Frodo Grodas. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, so, got a mini one as well, and I'll see some questions. Um, one, 
including if you want to stay to the end for the 30 percenters um have we ever taken viagra and what were those experiences yeah so um yeah so uh, the, the, there's rumors that the stadium isn't going to be ready till the year it's almost like boring talking about it now <laughs> but um it's, it's it also makes a bit of a mockery of the club's statement that it was like wiring or electrics when the changing rooms are apparently not even ready and there's building works going all over the place. Um, I am excited to go back in now. It does uh, look good, doesn't it? It does look very, very good. Like, uh, like if you just cast aside all the problems for a second and you look at it and you think, that is a fine, fine stadium. Yeah. Right, that's it then. <laughs> no, 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 there's, there's still bits, like when you see photos and stuff and you see the stadium... There are parts of the stand where there's not seats, or unless no, they're covered. Yeah, they've done them now. But like, I, I keep looking, and I'm just like, well, what, what about this bit, and what about that bit? And it's like fundamental stuff, like when you turn up to a stadium to somewhere to sit. <laughs> like, I, 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 I get that there are parts that, are, you know, that this isn't finished, and uh, and that needs to be, that needs to be done. That yeah, that, that's cool, and it's going to be an ongoing project. But there are, you know, seats and stuff that I'm I'm, I'm a bit. Uh, worried about but uh, like you were saying about um, about that yeah there are rumours that uh, it's not going to be finished till next year or maybe another year at Wembley you know whatever I mean I've I've already expressed earlier that about my kind of Mm. Wembley experience but at the end of the day it will be done when it's done and you know we, we can piss and moan about it but then three seasons later when we're in there and it's great you know, the, all this would be just a memory, really. I'm not fucking crying that we're not in there. Spurs have uh, been linked with Nathan Ake of uh, Bournemouth. Yeah. Uh, it's decent enough. So it coincides with Foyth actually talking about him potentially leaving in January if he doesn't get first team opportunity. Argentinian international, man. Who does he think he is? <laughs> <laughs> what world does Foyth start a Premier League game? <laughs> what world does he believe that he should start a Premier League game he, still, he looks so underdeveloped physically yeah. Yeah, he looks like a small boy still uh, windy believes in himself so yeah windy like fan I don't know why he does I don't because he's underdeveloped <laughs> <laughs> he likes his boys underdeveloped it's windy did you guys ever have that at school where you had to go to see the nurse and what are would... you going to say <laughs> don't question him let him go, go when you used to have to go you, there was like a potluck they would pull names out of a hat and you had to go see the nurse and the nurse would check whether you were developing alright and she would feel your balls that, no, yeah. no, 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 of course you, you not. That, that doesn't happen, yeah. buddy. Because what happens? Yeah. Spill your balls in the bit of developed properly. Well, the rumor at my school was um, because Pretend that you've got no, no. The rumor was that if your name comes out the hat, what they do is you go over to this nurse's room. She gets out a ruler and she strokes your cock to see if you can get an erection. That oh, was the rumor at my school. Lord. But when I went in to see the nurse, I was like, oh, fuck, what's going to happen? But she, all she did was squeeze the nuts and she goes, you're developing nicely. And then that's it. How old were you? Mate, that, uh, this must have been year seven, year buddy, eight. That isn't normal. No, that is no. not normal. Never, no, ever heard no, that. Man. Ever. No, absolutely not. No. What, in what world do you go to school? What are you supposed <laughs> to learn? And she fiddles your balls and goes, yeah, you're developing lovely. Did I get touched up? Yes. Yeah. This is explaining a lot. You've been nonstop. You've been That's not being nonstop. You're a victim. You're a victim. You need to start thinking like a victim as well. Buddy, this is not a joke. I was just happy it wasn't the ruler stroking my dick. Are you? Because I'm pretty sure if I know you rightly, you would have been fine with that. Yeah. No, no, man. Yeah. Fuck. No, no, it's, it's a medical thing. 
they published the results on the wall <laughs> yeah, yeah, next year. Yeah. Body well developed. Balls are hanging. If you okay, you okay? No, I'm perfectly fine. All right, good. Because if you weren't fine, that would probably be the reason why. Okay, you got groped. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Pay a lot of money for that these days. <laughs> uh, would you? What school? No. Yeah. <laughs> Did you go to a mixed school? Or was it all boys? Or? It was a all boys Catholic school. Okay. Was it meant to be a nun? No, no, she was a nurse. She had her outfit on. Have you been in? Have you been in? Um, have you been? Have you ever spent any time in the hospital? No. You never no, been in a hospital for ward for what? An operation? Yeah, anything like that. Any any time you've had to spend time in a ward or a hospital bed. Yeah, I have. Yeah, and did, 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 are you? If I know you as well as I think I do. Are you secretly waiting for a nurse to close the curtain and take a closer? <laughs> who isn't, man? <laughs> Not everybody. Who isn't, no. wa- who isn't waiting for a hot nurse to come through and offer to sponge them down? Because it isn't fucking carry on. The world isn't carry on. It doesn't <laughs> Have work. Have you ever like seen that. the episode of Sopranos where um, season one where the Tony Soprano's friend is dying of cancer and he brings in a nurse who starts rubbing him up and then her tits fall out that's what you kind of want to happen at, at hospital. I guess. That's where they should spend uh, the money on the NHS. Strippers. Yeah. <laughs> alright on that on that bombshell uh, so Dan Kirkpatrick's so happy he's not here isn't he? yeah no, he uh, this can't deal with this stuff. No. What, is, that, is that real about him like, being squeamish about I think about? he's he's not squeamish he's careful because he's, Cause he's a professional, professional person <laughs> and he's doing well yeah he's doing alright yeah yeah, um, yeah alright should we just do, should, do you want to do Barley's Brain Busters now well, it's not called Barney's Brain Busters. What is it then? So I don't want to ruin the brand. So no jingle. Let's just go straight Barney's into Barney's Balls. <laughs> yeah, Barney's Balls testing. Alex lost the jingle, so... Um, oh, did he? We haven't got one. No, we haven't got one. All right, you're not happy about that, are you? <laughs> no, I was looking for a pen, anyway. You need a pen? Yeah, I was, I was hoping you were going to stop it. Um, no, I'm not going to stop it. You're just going to carry on. Yeah, go and carry on. Oh, just, what do you need a pen for? Just keep score, man. Is it that important? <coughs> it is to me. All right, brilliant. It doesn't feel small. This feels professional. Well, because it's not Barty's Brain Buster, I've actually called it it's, um, called the Hammer Time Quiz. The Hammer Time Quiz. <laughs> yes. Hammer Time. What this is, is a series of short questions. Right. So it's going to be over quickly because Tom is going to destroy it. No, don't do that. This is like when Spurs game was like me and Rick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm a massive bottler. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is quick fire questions, mm-hmm. and as you would have guessed by the title, it's about Spurs yeah. and West Ham. Okay, which former England under 21 went to West Ham in a swap deal that saw Defoe come to Spurs? Davenport? No. Which former under 21 went to Spurs in a swap went deal? to West Ham in a swap deal that saw Defoe come to Spurs? <laughs> it's not going to be that quick fire. Fuck. Who went to West Ham in exchange for Defoe? <laughs> All right. Ahara? No, he was he was also a striker. No, that's pretty good, though, Rick. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness you guessed the player. <laughs> yeah. He was also a striker. He's a striker. Hang on, hang on, hang on. What year was it? He joined the same year Postigo joined as well. Zamora. Zamora. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking yeah. hell. 1-0 <laughs> to me. <laughs> August 2014. We won 1-0 at Upton Park. But who got sent off in the first Norton. half for Tottenham? Well done, Tom. Uh, Nor- Norton. Yeah. Oh, oh, Carl Norton. Noble Carl missed Norton. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, screwed it wide. They got sent off for a hand being in an unnatural position. Do I get yeah. a bonus point? No, no, <laughs> no. Question three. In the famous Salteri game, 
Who scored Tottenham's second goal? Tiny 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 oh, oh. I knew that though, just yeah. for the record. Okay, who got sent off for Spurs last season at the London Stadium? Last season in the League Cup, who scored the opening goal for Spurs? Sissoko. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, was that right? He kind of fluffed it and he was like, yeah. in spite of himself. <laughs> yeah, like every goal he scored for us so far. So, just to recap on the scores in case people recap, lost count, Tom has four, Flav has one, Ricky has nothing. No, in the 4 1 win that inspired the famous Dave Tattoo Pledge, who scored Spurs' fourth goal? I don't even remember Walker. Walker. <laughs> I don't even remember his beating. What goal that was. Do you not remember when your dad came on the podcast? No, I remember that bit. Yeah. I don't remember us beating West Ham 4 1. Okay, this is, this, is, this is open for everybody because. Yeah. How many Premier League goals does Kane have against West Ham? Eight. Nope. 12 no 7 7 go flag yeah it's in there Ricky oh, you are shit I, <laughs> I don't even watch Tottenham let's go for the beer when we won 3-2 at White Hart Lane in 2016 which Spurs player was fouled for the penalty that brought us level Wings no Son Son uh, how do you remember that I'm just a loser <laughs> <laughs> which Spurs player scored an own goal for us in a 2-0 defeat at Upton Park. I forgot to put the year. Do you know the year? <laughs> no, not off the top of my head. Uh, what was oh, no, it, last game, 10 years? No. It was, was it the one where Downing scored the free kick yes, through the wall? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Ball? No. Dawson? No. Kane? Kane? Was it? Oh, is it? Well, he scored loads. Well, he scored Kane is, three own goals Kane has got a ridiculous amount of own goals for us. Is that the one where he missed it and it went in the in the no, near post? Sunderland. Sunderland, Swansea, scored own goals. All right, whatever. Cool. Bruges. And that's it. That's over. I had a couple of tie questions. Um, just tuck them in as well. Okay. <laughs> How many seats are in the single tier stand at the new White Hart 17,000. No. 12. 18,000. No. 23. You were close. But... 12. 13. No. No, oh, it was 16,500. Very close again, but wrong. Oh, what is it? What's the answer? 17,500. Right. And the final one was... Oh, is that the biggest... That's the biggest cop, cop stand outside of Dortmund, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, this is uh, this is just more for curiosity. Yeah, in centimeters, how tall is Young Min Sun? Hundred sixty-three. Hundred seventy-eight. Oh no, taller. Taller than one hundred eighty-two. Oh, so close. Oh, right. <laughs> one eight one. So that. there we go. That, from the hammer time quiz goes to Tom. Brilliant. Excellent. Well done, Ricky. Well done, Solid Tom. performance there. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Tom. Can I have more in the back? <laughs> God bless you. Um, uh, we've got some questions on Twitter. So, uh, a Spurs fan uh, said Bellerin. Uh, do you know what? Fuck it. It's, it, it's Yedlin something. At Yedlin. At Yedlin mm. something on, on, on Twitter. Um, he said a, uh, Bellerin is one of his favourite players because of his, unwilling, his willingness to speak out against homophobia in football, among other topics. Is admiring an Arsenal player forbidden in any shape or form? Yes. Uh, I agree with Ricky, yes. But I think in this modern age where, you know, players are so kind of like transient where they move from club to club and they don't really kind of take in the identity of a team anymore, I think it's, I think it's different. It's not like, you know, Tony Adams or Ian Wright embody Arsenal. Now players are so like they're going to move on they're so they're such individuals that I think I can understand his reasoning on this that 
if you look at a current crop of Arsenal players, would you ever associate them with Arsenal in the future? No. Bellerin has spoken out against Arsenal fans and everything else. Mm. Czech, you don't really associate with Arsenal. Obama Yang, like I said, these are players that are passing through. They're not kind of like Arsenal or mm. not like the way Kane is Tottenham. Yeah, if you look Winks at someone, Winks, if you look at Ericsson, Dyer, I don't think Ericsson will ever be Tottenham. You know, no, Modric never be Tottenham. Who can be appreciated? So I think <laughs> I can understand where he's coming at. That now in a modern age. The way the same, he's one of your favourite footballers. That's I know. That's a little bit wrong, but I can say I reckon you can appreciate an Arsenal player now without it being the sacrilege that it once was. They hate their players more than we yeah. do. Yeah, you know what I mean, I'm quite okay with that. Yeah, that's it's true. Not, it's not. It's not great, but they but anyone that their fans hate as well. I kind of like. I, I, I find like he's like oh, well that's, that's out of order yeah, like, but, you shouldn't hate your players that yeah. much but they, they, these players like, I know I get that and I appreciate that as well but these players are symbols of their football club they wear the crest and they, they yeah are but they don't wear it the same way as ours do Barley's right Kane and Wings even Vertonghen maybe like those sort of players but this guy's gone one, one, one step further and saying far. he's one of his mm. favourite players <laughs> It's like your. If that's, well, he's not a favourite player then, because he's put the reasoning of him liking him because of the way that he speaks about. Is it, wasn't it? No, he, he said he's one of my favourite players. Yeah, but the reason was he comes out in support of. He, he yeah. was a very supportive voice for Danny Rose when he talked about his mental health. Yeah, and that was the reason he spoke out. And it was like I know that rivalry is a thing, but Danny Rose has done a really important thing. He's one of my favourite people, and then kind of Arsenal fans kind of hated him for it. And then I think. If I remember rightly, Yedlin was talking about this, yeah. so I'm kind of on board with that because he's not talking about him being a favourite player in that he's good mm. because he's not really. He's just what he does outside of football. I know what you mean, but I think there's context around this. But aren't we? Isn't the hatred of Arsenal more important, or is it better? To well, you can. St- I think because there's loads of, there's shitloads of people doing around the world doing great things about homophobia. Yeah. Like not of all of them are playing for that rat club. I don't want Arsenal to win. I don't like Bellerin. I don't. You know, I don't like any Arsenal player. But I can understand his point of view. But you know, I still don't want any Arsenal player. Ever Do you know? Well. I say fuck Bellerin, fuck Yedlin, whoever asks a question. Mm. <laughs> I, I have no time for listening to what any Arsenal player fan anything to do with that club as has to say there I, I can find it on many forms and <laughs> I'm fucking uh, uh, an Arsenal player telling me this or that but yeah. I, uh, it is deep ingrained of me about hating Arsenal and I yeah. just cannot and will not tolerate yeah, it when he, when he said that <laughs> yeah, yeah I just can't I can't I like, I like, it, it, even to this day like I went out um, I went out shopping for a new <coughs> coat and I found the, the, a coat that I was like mate this is it this is the one and then as I moved it around I had a red zip and I was just like nah I just, just nah, I, can't really? do it. I can't do it it's just what I've been it's just what I've been brought up with and I'd like yeah maybe I'm wrong for being so like insular with my views well, you, but, but I, I don't in a way you are because but yeah, you yeah. know like a racist if their parents are racist it doesn't make them <coughs> right just because their parents are yeah, racist yeah yeah the yeah, Nazis yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. indoctrinated. Yeah, you've been indoctrinated. Yeah, to to hate Arsenal, to hate anything red. Yeah, that uh, that's happened to me. Yeah, yeah. In another life, could have been done some terrible things. No, but I mean, Rick, Ricky <laughs> doesn't. Ricky doesn't really like any other players outside of Tottenham. I've had no. it where, like, once Buffon was uh, rumored to be joining Arsenal, 
and I don't know what I would have done if that had happened or they were linked with Verratti at one point if they sign a really good Italian player who I like then mm. I, I've luckily I've never been in that situation where it's happened that Batistero is my favourite not the Spurs by the way there we go yeah I, I liked him <laughs> oh yeah he was fucking yeah. ripped Shearer to <laughs> no he wasn't yeah, don't be silly come on Let's, uh, do, you want, do you want to have your, your, your say because we we talk I've say on the exchange you can listen even no one listens to that we <laughs> <laughs> get our numbers yeah no you do you're doing well doing, you're doing alright it's really good we're all it's just on the windy hype train no, the, good, there's, there's a, the, the latest one about uh, youth players um, I I'm not on that I haven't listened Carlitas I see it I'd love that guy I don't know, I've never met him don't know who he is but I love him Carlitas you see it it's like this doesn't matter <laughs> uh, and, and a geezer who likes West Ham youth football which is a bit odd like Spurs like liking Spurs uh, the youth team were, like, were a big club got a big academy West Ham is like haven't West Ham youth football got in a little bit of trouble recently but the guy who, who's yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the FLA. Yeah. Oh, should, should we? Should we? Should we? Should we? <laughs> no. 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 Yeah. no. no. Let's talk about no. Viagra. No. All right. All right. Fair enough. But just no. But, um, yeah, I met Bellerin once. I met Bellerin yeah. once. Yeah, we did an interview with him. Was uh, he dressed like a prick? Because uh, he does dress like yeah, a prick. Yeah. He, he was he wearing a curtain? At the time, a curtain. <laughs> No, it's all right. Um, it was a game launch or something. Anyway, so I was I wasn't interviewing him, but I was doing the setting up cameras and lighting and whatnot. And afterwards, he said, "Are you a Spurs fan?" And I went, "I am." Because I could tell by the way you were looking at me, and I was like, Fuck, "I didn't think I was looking at him in any way." But so he, I, I, I'd done something enough with my face and eyes for him to think that I was a Spurs fan and I didn't like him. That must you, be quite reassuring. That's a good thing. Yeah. It means yeah. that subconsciously I yeah. admit a hatred towards him. See? Yeah. See? He yeah. would be amazing at Spurs, by the way. If you put if Pochettino had a season with Bellerin, he would be fantastic. Oh, shut up, mate. He would yeah. be. Shut Just your shut your he's got the raw yeah. He's got, he's got the mouth. Shut your he fucking, has the raw potential. Shut your fucking face. To be a Pochettino <laughs> fullback. Shut your mouth. <laughs> he would be, be better than Trippier. Shut your fucking... <laughs> it's the truth. Bardi, that I, from what I got now is Bardi would rather have Bellerin than Trippier. And you'll happily take it if it happened. Yeah. Oh! You stink, mate. Yeah. You're stinking up this fucking house right now. I'm glad that nurse did that to you. I'm glad. I'm glad. Seriously, mate, you, need, you probably need to ask some questions. Need to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of which, good question. And I can't remember. I've, I forgot the guy's name who, who wrote this, uh, sent this question in. Is how would you feel if Aaron Ramsey came to Spurs on a free contract next season? Tom. All right. What is going on? Like we're yeah, but slowly we're... picking away at the values <laughs> of our football club. Again, no, Harry Redknapp started this. But again, Harry yeah. Redknapp started this when he signed Dallas, and he started talking about Judas as well, didn't he? Yes, Redknapp, he, he's remember? A, yeah, he's he, not murdered anyone, and which when, makes you realise <laughs> yeah. where Redknapp's. Uh, what, but what I'm saying is, at the time, we talked about it being a slow unpicking of the values of our football club, <laughs> yeah. in the same way that, in the same way that, like, that, that Brexiteers would 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 would, would argue that. Muslims coming to country is an unpicking of the fabric of our society. Gary Redknapp was that. Yeah. But in the same way, right, so we've said they're like, their fans hate Bellerin. Yeah. And therefore, it's almost okay to hate players that, uh, sorry, like players that they hate because yeah. it's funny. Like Adi Bayor, innit? In it, yeah, exactly the same concept. Mm. Bit round the houses with that one. But yeah, yeah. if Ramsey came on a free, because they're all starting to come round to the idea of Ramsey, yeah. and I think they've run hot and cold on him since he's joined, mm. yeah. for nothing, 
for a, a play, this is an area of the pitch that we need to improve on but it's less about technical ability and how they fit in and more about how funny it would be to see him line up against Arsenal and we are a better team he would most likely be finishing on a winning team for us when we played Arsenal the likelihood is he would fit in and we would we would do them with an Arsenal player in our ranks Tommy you made me twins there <laughs> stop it stop what, it but it's true though saying, isn't it uh, what I would say is if we if we did sign him the piss it would boil would be amazing but I still wouldn't want him playing at Spurs like he, he can he can he's not he's not allowed to play but he's allowed to be around Tottenham and when he trains with us he's got to use like you know the, the, the PE kit that's been left like Joe Jordan's Shorts and top have been left in the corner for years that. and yeah. stained. And you you have to play in yeah. that. I'm sorry, Aaron, yeah. but you've you've got to do that. Can you imagine and that? You're not allowed to. And like when there's the team huddle, he has to go and like train with the goalkeepers or something. You're not allowed. You're not allowed tactics yeah. in you. You're paid you're 100, like, yeah, yeah. 180 grand a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah but you, you can't come fully in. Yeah, you're not in it. Yeah, you're not in it. Just in. <laughs> Just around, yeah. You're around. You're on the peripheries, yeah. all right. You're right with that. Yeah. Would you call him Rambo if he if he joined? Hell no. <laughs> no, none of that. That's <laughs> where I draw the line. None of that. Body, where you? Um, no, I don't want him. I'm going to stand. It's just because he's not. It's not been the Arsenal thing, though, is it? It's just that he's not good enough. Yeah, I just don't rate yeah. him that highly. Do you, have, any, do you has... have any values or anything? Do you have, do you have any? <laughs> I have some do, you have, do you have any moral bound? Like in in outside of Spurs or in Spurs, where do you join lineup? Things that are wrong. Um, I don't buy anything red like Ricky. <laughs> I don't. Right, I don't the racism it. and that sexism. <laughs> no, that's fine. Just not buying red. I'm not saying you're racist. I'm asking the question. I have Absolutely. a lot of values which I What do you think about, about Mussolini and what he did? <laughs> he was great for Italian football. <laughs> was he? But he won two World Cups with Mussolini. What's, what's that's like saying Theresa May's good for fucking <laughs> England? England didn't win the World Cup. <laughs> if they had, they what? would have Brexited nice and easy. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> if this name was Ramzinio, <laughs> all over it. Yeah, you'd be over that. Benito like Ramzinio. Yeah, yeah, Ramzini. Yeah. Yeah. Ramzini. Yeah. Ramzini. Yeah. Ramzini. Yeah. If he wasn't, if he wasn't, if he was Italian, yes. Yeah, um, and finally, just to end the podcast, Mark Marcus THFC says: Has anyone on the pod ever taken Viagra? If so, tell us how it went. Yeah, Rick. You have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have also. It's so just disclosure. When, just when, before we start, have you guys? No. Why not? What's wrong with you? Nothing. You've got, work. Work. <laughs> you've, got work. you've got a working penis. Yeah, it was, it was, it's, it's, goes up, goes down. It's fine. Yeah. 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 Buddy? Um, I'm an Italian. We don't need it. Yeah. Born, it's not, we're, no, born, see, this is, we're born with This is the thing. It's called Viagrino. The thing is, is that that's what people think. It's just for people with erectile dysfunction. It's not always that. It's just for fun. If you take a lot of gear on a night out, you need it. I don't so, do gear. When I was at uni, someone that I went to uni with, you know those guys, so did you all go to uni? Yeah. Like, yeah. Right? No, I didn't. Right, but like, so when you go, you get those people that are from like shitty <laughs> little towns proper satellite town yeah, yeah. and they About go one of two ways <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah keep going with this people, yeah. people have heard of Milton Keynes yeah. but these places like it, it, so the guy I'm going to talk about he was from Norfolk and they go one of two ways they either shrink and they're like they turn into real sort of turtles and don't do anything or they go fucking mental yeah. and this one went fucking mental as soon as he went to uni so he would do anything and yeah. if it was on the table he would do it yeah and I like, I like for some reason, I like the Tavi jib. 
Yeah, he's probably dead now. To yeah, be honest, but yeah. he, so it was like the first few weeks of uni. For some reason, there was Viagra, and he took one. Then he spray painted his cock silver, right. <laughs> and then we went out. Amazing. And the whole time he was thinking, like, any minute now, it's gonna like I'm Kick in trouble. In. Yeah, yeah. But it's a it's a mental thing. Absolutely, apparently yeah, you are able to totally control it because he yeah. panicked and he felt, and he thought, well, if I end up getting a stonk on, yeah. And it somehow rips, through. <laughs> <laughs> rips through. He's got this, this solid silver cock <laughs> dong. Well, I mean, he has painted it, so he might as well get it yeah, out. Yeah, but that was the weird thing. Yeah, yeah. What's he it, he's it, worried about it. everyone seeing silver cock, but he spray painted it beforehand. Yeah, and it was like, well, you're gonna. <laughs> what do you do first? How many fingers did he have? Uh, normal amount. Because well, he is from Norfolk. I didn't where look. Lots, lots of uh, inbreeding goes on, as we know. I've, we've all seen the big ear boys. <laughs> when, <laughs> I, six. when I was, uh, it was either 17, 18, and it was either Tenerife or Magaluf. I think it was Magaluf. And uh, this was the time when Viagra was able to, you were able to purchase it um, across the counter in Spanish pharmacies. So on the way home from our jaunt to Magaluf, we, we, we asked over the counter in the pharmacy at the airport got some Viagras um, I did one because I just wanted to see what it would be like and everyone was like who's going to do it who's going to do it and I did it at the airport yeah at the airport I waiting to board my flight with, with the lads and um, it was this is like in between us lads yeah. so I had my uh, cream three quarter length trousers on Ugh. like tight yeah exactly yeah, with Lacoste trainers no, was it Lonsdale trainers <laughs> yeah probably, no I didn't have Lonsdale I think, you know those Adidas martial artists <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. They were horrible. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, and then on on the plane, I, I did get a boner, and it was so full of blood. It, it was actually painful, but it was like it was so visible in these three quarter length trousers. So what I had, <laughs> I had the uh, the uh, the the kind of uh, the brace position menu over my lap. Right. And everyone kept pressing the buzzer for the steward to come, <laughs> up, uh, air hostess to come along. And every time, like, I wasn't realising because I was chatting and engrossing my mates and she would come along and they'd, they'd flip the menu off and go, Ricky's got a boner. No. <laughs> and it was just there. Right. And it lasted for so long and it was painful. And I was so, just like what, I, I, 18 years old. My, my experiences have been, um, it, it's basically been like, if if you pull on a night, this is a long time ago, yeah. I'm in a loving relationship right now. But if you pull, well, it's seen the benefits of Viagra as well to be fair if we're going to be frank and open about this um, but if you if you pull on a night out and you're in trouble like because I don't know if anyone's experienced in taking certain drugs on the night out not all of them help no. when it comes to they help with the pudding but they don't help with the act um, so you need to pop a Viagra to get back in the game uh, and this doesn't sound healthy this is not good advice this is just what happened to me in my <laughs> past uh, and so in that instance it works great but it, it, it's not it's a myth about about it like it ha you have to be aroused or in a situation where there is sort of some sort of sexual context so Ricky was aroused being squashed between two of his but mates. when you're 18 oh, okay. when you're 18 everything gets aroused like you sit on a bus you get aroused yeah, that kind I'm of thing pretty, yeah, I'm, you're, you're, I'm boned yeah you're boned you're boned all the time you're a hot blooded male that I'm boned all the time are you still a high sex driver <laughs> mate it's insane is it I think I've got a problem really yeah 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 I've <laughs> definitely got a problem so you could you could go to quite a couple of times a day yeah 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 oh, really easy Easy. And how's it like? Cause you've been to with your mistress for a long time. Nineteen years. Nineteen years. Yeah. And I, I imagine after nineteen yeah, years, she's probably fed man. up of your dick. 
who wouldn't be? Who <laughs> wouldn't be? I've seen the black so, ladies. Yeah, might find see, and she and she has as well. She's like, I know what that does. Yeah, like, I haven't got forty-five seconds, mate. <laughs> Busy washing up. Yeah. Is, yeah, it a, like, is it a bone of contention? Yeah, no, 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 not really. Cause you so, what, how do you do, what do you deal with it? How do you release? Uh, it's, it's going to the toilet. No, no, it's very difficult because you know I've got two children running about the gaff, got okay. misses as well. So it's like you know you just got to find what, the time. That's exactly it. Mm. Bide your time. Nurse's office. Like, so, <laughs> I've, I've just got to go and pop to the corner shop and get some bread. What three minutes? Well, you do it in the it's corner the same, shop. Same as, the, same as that door shot. That's oh. it. Fly upstairs. You got three minutes. Yeah, not yeah, one out. yeah. That's it, man. Take longer than time. three minutes. Time it less than that now. Really? Yeah, you got so you to. just do it. I, get I'm, it out. I'm like a grenade, up. ready to go off at any time. <laughs> if anyone says, "Oh, oh Rick," they like, they they'll ask me a question, put the hand on my shoulder, Rick, have you? And I'm like, "Oh God, <laughs> we've gone again." But <laughs> I, I, I've just learned over the years to control that face, yeah. the contortion. So you've uh, you insatiable uh, yeah. sexual appetite yeah. that will never be satisfied. No, never, never. Good. Mm. It's all right. It's though. a healthy thing. How about you? Oh, yeah, I'm kind of like Ricky all the time. Yeah, you're yeah, ready to yeah, go yeah. all the time. He, yeah. Uh, yeah, you would no, make yeah. love to your missus right now if she was there. Yeah, yeah. Not right now. Not in front of. I no, I'm not, not saying that. Audience, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tom, Turn it on and off. Sexual, sexually healthy. Yeah. You having a good time in your life? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right now. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, that's good. Let's hope everyone out out there is uh, also sexually gratified. Yeah. There's a lot of people ain't, and it causes. Frustrations, doesn't it, buddy? Yes, it does. Stops you from, like forces you to do things you wouldn't normally do. Yeah, yeah. I, I imagine. Go on. <laughs> I'm not going to imagine a scenario, but I imagine. Right. I'm fully satisfied. Are you? <laughs> none of we just speaking. None what of us are you? fully satisfied. What about satisfied. you, Flav? You, you right? I mean, I could always do more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we're all, we're all uh, appetite is sated, maybe. Mm. I think as humans, you, you always want more, always strive for more. I, I want to leave. And that's, I, that's, I, I, it's I almost wanna, ambitious, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's about being ambitious. Yeah. You can't be ambitious with your sex life. Ambitious in football, ambitious yeah. in love. We don't want to win the League Cup, yeah. we yeah. want to win the League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we want to win the League. Yeah. Yeah. Top four's not enough. Yeah. And what is, what is the League in top four in, in a sexual sense? I don't know, I think League Cup is hand job, but then again, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't mind the League Cup. Every now and then, yeah, quite yeah. a lot actually. A day, yeah, yeah, yeah. a day in the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 My, my wife is Pochettino. She just doesn't care for the League Cup. She's not interested. I'm not interested in the League Cup. She would she rather it. play like Champions League and go for it than. than so, I like for me, that. I'm so quite what's happy. Champions League. Well, no, what's Premier? Getting knocked out by an Italian. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, Champions League. So Premier League is full sex, right? <laughs> Premier League. I mean, I'm Premier League is full sex. Well, no, hang on. What's FA Cup? FA Cup's full sex. If they cup, no. Pre- Premier League right. is they wear a bit of negligee. No, League, no, league no, Cup no. is a hand job hand because job. it's something that yeah, I'd be quite happy job. with winning. Yeah, but she's yeah. not quite. She doesn't really want to. What's she get from it? She doesn't get other than an eight. She doesn't get anything. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's the FA Cup? Uh, FA Cup is uh, I'd probably say it's uh, blow job. Uh, yeah, but it's a uh, non-reciprocated. But it's one of those ones where just get one yourself. Yeah, yeah, you just get that's, that's, it, that's it. Yeah, because I love you and I'm doing it now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's nothing to. Oh, look, I mean, oh, it's amazing. Great. Yeah, how often does that happen? Rick? Not a lot. Uh, I Cup. think the last time was when I was 18, and I'm 35 now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the FA Cup. Right, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. It's the FA Cup. And, and Premier League, what is that in sexual act? Yeah, 
that's all. That's, that's all, sexy. That's, well, yeah, that's, yeah. that's all the, the whole. That's like you put the long game in. Yeah, and you've you've yeah you've you've built to a crescendo. All right, yeah. Champions League. What are we talking about? That's like light slow. That negligee. That, I think that's like she's made an effort. Oh, it's like, not just no holes yeah. bar. That's like after like full, me, me and my missus have been to yeah the yeah. Oktoberfest. We've had loads of beer and we get back and it's Pilled up. It's insane. Lovely. You, like, or you get you punching start punching each other and stuff like that. <laughs> like mad stuff's going on. You don't even want to know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, that's Champions League. It's like spitting that's, that's, that's not my that's, that's not my <laughs> throwing beans on each other. <laughs> that's like trying to bake beans all over a back. <laughs> for me, that, that that's like that, that's just that's just like that's, that's a league cup for you. No, no, that's that's European Cup. That's back European. in the day before they rebranded. Well, I want to go on to Europe. What, what Cham- are we talking about now? Champions League. <laughs> Champions League yeah. But he's talking about European Cup. Like yeah, you're, you're, that's European. <laughs> that's knockout European Cup. Well, what's Champions, Champions League? Champions League is a bit of foreplay where you, you a, a, put, a mini blowjob will be involved in it, in the whole. Yeah. Why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Pushing her, her head down then. Didn't yeah, you did. Um, you know, the getting felt up by the nurse in the nurses' offices and away win. One nil last minute. Yeah. <laughs> and away you in. Uh, what, what's a, like a, a red card and a loss is like losing your losing your boner mid mid, mid sex. Or having to fake it. You've, have, you, have you ever had to fake it? Not with my wife. You've pretended have, not to come when I've, you, I've, what, you're like, I've had enough. No, I've I've pretended to come before. Yeah, because you've had enough. You've had enough. It's yeah. started to burn. Stop bouncing up it's and down. Started to fri- there's friction. I'm not feeling it. I yeah. don't really. I'm like, unhappy. I don't I like. Bit, I don't even like her. <laughs> I feel like, a bit sad. Yeah, I'm not enjoying. All right, it. And finally, what's the World Cup? It, it, it's, <laughs> is it anal sex? I don't know. Is that the World no, Cup? No, I'm not really into that. Die during. Die during yeah. sex. Uh, yeah, 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 like yeah. during orgasm. Yeah, yeah. This For is a Kane winner, though. Yeah. yeah. Kane last minute winner. All right, this has been lovely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, any women out there, let us know what your League yeah. Cup, yeah, FA yeah. Cup, Premier League, Champions League, because it would be nice to know. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to see the other side of the coin. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 me- yeah. But what we've just done is explain what's good for us. What, yeah, what yeah. do women want? What do they want? Yeah. I mean, I know. <laughs> I know. As well. I, I know. I, I'm sorry. I'm fully well versed. I'm well versed in the female anatomy. <laughs> sort of. Um, anyway, let us know. Tweet. Uh, no, maybe not tweet. E- how about email and we'll read some out next yeah. week. Editor, is, is this perfect? No, it's not fine. It's fine. Editor out the fight and got the code. Yeah. So we're expecting women to email us. No one's going to email. Right, don't worry. Don't get excited. Was just. What? No, I was going to say, is this another one where people email in? I do a lot of work. Well, you just let go of it. Never. Never. <laughs> He's talking about Dear Beryl. Never let go. Or well, we can bring it back, Dear Beryl, if you want. If you want. If you, you know, want. on Dear Deirdre, Dan Kilpatrick used to be in the pictures. No. What? what? No. <laughs> what do you mean? Just for the 30% that. He's, Does he's, he. What do you, he, he do the confused face. So why doesn't she love me anymore? Yeah. No. He's out there, mate. In, in the underwear? In the bed, in the. Where no? Where have uh, you seen it's it? Out there, mate. Have you Lord. seen it? It's uh, yeah. Does he know if you talk about it some sort of way? Does he know? Is he going to be happy with you saying it? No. God no. <laughs> he, won't he won't get this far anyway. Yeah. No. God no. It's amazing. Although he might get people tweeting him. If you listen to this, don't tweet. No, tweet him, Deidre. <laughs> He's gonna know then. No, no you yeah, never yeah, know. Beryl, just, just tweet. <laughs> just tweet Beryl. Just tweet him, Al's Deirdre. No, 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 no explanation. Don't follow up any tweets. Just Al's Deirdre. I mean, to be fair, he's in a national newspaper, but he supposedly wasn't named, was he? 
I mean, that's bold. I mean, he'd do anything for money. Oh, what else has he done for money? That's the thing. <laughs> I can see Tom's There's got to be some editing involved in this podcast. So we, well, we have to edit that out. I don't like editing. I don't like editing. <laughs> no. They don't ask you. It's out. It's out. Career, it? It's out. All right, we'll, we'll yeah, talk about that after. Out, uh, thank you. Tweet him at Deirdre. Thank you very much for joining us on the Fighting Good Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Um, so we'll be back next week thank you boys thank you Tom for coming back on anything no you want to any uh, no no more no <laughs> yeah. sure yeah that's done that, yeah. you've had enough alright yeah Rick Barty <laughs> nice. pleasure as ever we'll see you soon bye. bye Sports Social Podcast Network 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 when I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken Zero Zero. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.